Neck Nation, welcome to podcast number 11 with Neck Roots. This one's titled Doubt Your Doubts. I'm Kit James. Austin Davis. Hey, you know what? We're happy to be here again. Absolutely. Getting ready to plug into our Neck Nation power station, send some fire through the wire, and and, and I'm not going to doubt it. Yeah, don't doubt it, Kit. In fact, I'm I'm always glad about the topics that we we bring up here on the podcast. But I got to tell you, I don't have the market cornered on very many things, but I do feel like, and this isn't a good thing, this is an admission here to you guys, Neck Nation, but I feel like to an extent I got the market cornered on doubting, on doubting, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm constantly doubting myself, uh, doubting, you know, things I want to do, things I can invent, you know, whatever it is, I, I'm, my head's full of doubt. So I'm glad we're talking about this today. And in fact, I think, you know, as we were, we were saying, hey, we're going to talk about doubt today. Maybe we talk about first why we doubt, yeah. and then we can talk a little bit about healthy doubt versus unhealthy doubt, and then we should talk about absolutely how do we get rid of that unhealthy doubt. Well, right? you know what? That's easy. This will be a five-minute deal, bro, because <laughs> if it ain't paying rent, you kick it out. You kick it out, right? You know absolutely. what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, well, let's jump into it then. So, unhealthy doubt, right? Where where does where does doubt come from and what, what causes doubt? And as I reflected on this for myself— you know, I kind of went back to there's a lot of there's a tie between doubt and fear yeah. and maybe fear of uncertainty. Right. Causes a lot of doubt. We don't maybe fear that uh, um, of consequence, whether it's good or bad consequence. We typically fear bad consequence, which would allow doubt to enter our minds and prevent us from doing something that we should. Right. But also fear of failing. Right, this whole idea of failure, and we've talked about this before, Neck Nation. Failure, we've got to get out of our minds that failure is something that is bad. Yeah. Right, the world teaches you that failure is bad, but what we're coming to realize is that failure makes you who you are. It builds your character. Right, yeah. in the times of failure is when is when it matters most. What you do as a result of failure, and these are experiences and help us learn. So, you know, we got to get this idea that. Failure, this worry of failure leads to doubt. Let's let's just get that out of our minds, yeah. right? I'm sure. What are some other? Well, uh, what are some things that you thought about, Kit, when when so, it came to this? So there's a lot of different things, but I want to touch on the ones that I think, uh, just so we use our time wisely, that are most prevalent in 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 my mind's eye and in in life today. Um, you talked about fear and failure, um, which is. I think doubt does come from pain and, and it is the twin brother of fear. I mean, it really is sure. Right. But it sticks with us. Right. And, uh, fear comes and goes, but man, doubts right there in between our ears all the time. And it's even the minor things and major things. It doesn't matter. But I think one of the biggest ones that comes to my mind is other people's opinion. Um, you know, we work really hard, and do a lot of stupid things to make sure that we win the approval of our peers and and those around us and and the the world, yeah. right? I mean that's uh, man, I'd rather have a free T shirt than win some of the people's <laughs> approval, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. But but we do. We think if I do this right, then and I, and it doesn't work out. What's so and so going to say or what's so and so going to think? Because I mean we're not the bad news bears, bro. We post nothing but good news on the on social media, right? Right. I mean, that's just, I don't know why, but it's like, it's a me too society. Yeah. And, and so I think that 
is 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 one of those pains that we try to avoid, right? And so when I think about it, you have the fear, the hurt, the failure, um, and then you have other people's opinions. And and we always say, ah, so and so's opinion doesn't matter. Yeah, it does, right? Yeah. It shouldn't, but it does. Even yeah. if that so and so is not that important, we always think about that. It's always in the back of our mind. Is is uh, other people's opinion. Even if you take a big idea to a small-minded person, and it's like, why do we do that to ourselves? If you got a big idea that you're passionate about, and you go tell a small-minded person about it, what, what do you think they're going to champion your idea? Absolutely not. No, no. Inner no. doubt, right? right? Doubt enters the conversation right yeah. in that moment. Absolutely, and so. Uh, I think those are some of the biggest things right there. Um, there's several, right? Yeah. And our past experience with you've ever done anything and failed, which, I mean, if you're alive and you're rolling <laughs> and you're walking around and, and you're listening, you've failed somewhere. I yeah. don't care. Um, whether it's on a big, big scale or small scale, there is no, there is no second degree failure, dude. It's failure, failure. Yeah. Right. And so I think those always, um, they're always in the back of your head, you know, and, and, and you think through that. So if you come up on a new uh, decision and it doesn't have to be a mistake, but we do, we do make decisions every day. And if that decision is something that has a little bit of weight to it um, and you start to really think through it, I think a lot of people say, well, I'm just processing it. And those stories that we tell ourselves, like if you come in and say, hey, Kid James, what's up, man? I can see your motors running, your wheels are turned in your head. What's going on? I'm just thinking through something. Yeah. Right? I'm trying to make a decision uh, if I should put my bike next to yours and even start it. Right? <laughs> even I'm just going to leave it in the truck, and I'm trying to figure <laughs> yep. out if it's a good idea to even get it out of the truck, right? Because I don't like to eat you dirt. You get it out of the truck. <laughs> get it out of the truck. <laughs> but but my my thing is is that even 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 decisions like that, we tell ourselves stories, but we call it planning. We call it uh, thinking this through before I do it. And I mean, uh, look, I'm the poster child for ready, fire, aim. I mean, I really am. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. No question, brother. Uh, and it's like, uh, I've already fired. And they're like, no, that's their home target. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I'll holster, I'll holster right. my gun, dude. I didn't we'll, know. We'll do this again. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, and so is that bad? Yeah, that's bad too. Proper planning and thinking things through, I think are very positive. And so we've really got to balance that. Um, we got to really balance that scale to where are we telling ourselves a story, but, but, but let's underline that because yeah. those stories we tell ourselves you can learn a lot from them. Yeah. Right. Why are we telling ourselves these stories that, that are, you know, wrapped in a, in a nice lacy bow tie that's titled doubt? Yeah. Right. Is it a true story? Are we being true to ourselves or are we just, you know, telling ourselves a story so we feel better and look better? Like, yeah, it didn't quite work out. Are we playing not to lose? Or are we playing to win? Are we sending it or are we just kind of going to be there for the, I was there. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and, and depending on what it is, at every stage of life, you know, that's that those stories will change. And so, I mean, that's, that's the biggest one. Don't you think that fear, our past experiences, our failures, um, as you get older, you get more wisdom, but I think we learn to fear more too. Yeah, we right? do. And, you know, as we're talking about what are these things that cause our doubts, 
um, and you're talking about people and things that people say. I think also comparing ourselves to oh, others. Oh, it's the worst. You're absolutely right. I forgot that one. Yeah. 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 This whole idea of comparison. Um, I don't have what they have, or or I want to be like them. Yeah. Right. And it causes your you start doubting yourself. Well, I'll never have that. I'll never be able to achieve that. I'm never going to have that status. In fact, you know what this. <laughs> Talking about this reminds me of a, a a story. You okay if I share a story? Freak, I love story time. We share a ton of stories on this podcast, guys. Um, but uh, and this this story, it's probably been told a hundred times, a hundred different ways. Um, but I and I don't know where I heard it, where it came from. I just know that in a really dark and bad time in my life, this story came to mind as I was writing some thoughts down uh, in a, in a letter to to a certain somebody. Um, but the story goes like this, that there was a tree, a young sapling in a valley, right? Yeah. Um, amongst other trees. And the sapling looked up on the side of a mountain and there was another tree, another sapling about same age as him. And, uh, he just watched this tree on the side of the mountain, just thought, oh my gosh, how amazing this tree, this majestic tree up on the side of this mountain is going to grow up and just become something so amazing and so great. And years and years would go by, right? And this, this little tree that was on the valley floor inside and amongst the forest was always focused on this other tree, this tree that was up on the side of the mountain. And uh, the tree on the side of the mountain grew faster than he did. And he, he couldn't figure out why, you know, it was like, oh man, that tree is just, it's so beautiful. Well, one day a storm came through and it was, it was one of those storms of the century, right? And it took out all kinds of trees, just knocked them down, flattened them out. And uh, when the storm was over, the little tree looked back up on the side of the mountain, only to see that that tree that was so majestic and was so great and was so grand had fallen over. It had become subject to the storm. And and the idea is that this little tree doubted that he would ever be anything great. But the truth is that that little tree had to dig his roots super deep, because yeah. of where he was at on the valley floor in and amongst the forest in order to get the nourishment that he needed to grow and that he had to grow way taller than the tree that was on the side of the mountain in order to clear the canopy and get the light, right? So in, in comparing himself to others, he doubted himself, but the reality was that he had it within himself to be great, and yeah. he was great, and he ended great. You know, <clears throat> that's a great story. Because I think all of us, even where we are right now, we have, I mean, we're living today, we're living prayers that we prayed yesterday yeah. or before, right? And and we're so much further along than, you know, in the past. You look at the past and say, man, when I get to that spot, that's just like that tree. We're there. We just got to be, embody that confidence that, that, hey, I'm enough, number one. Number two... Um, you know, I used to, people used to always ask me, why, why, why do you let those kids at that young age, uh, drive your truck, back your trailer, drive the, 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 the excavator. I mean, those are big, heavy pieces of equipment It's dangerous. And, and, and the truth is if, and I always told them and I always told myself, and I told my wife, cause I'd get in trouble when I get home, but <laughs> I would tell her, you know what, I'm going to trust them now. So I don't have to teach them later in life. Right. And that trust, the reason I tell you that is because that trust really means a lot, right? And when when we trust ourselves, it's a lot easier, right, to, to not be that looking at the grass is greener, the trees taller, or they've got it made up on the hill. 
when you look around, when the storms of life really hit and they hit hard, you know what? Chances are you're right where you're supposed to be and the experiences and choices and the things that you've been through. That's your safe haven, man. That is. That's what makes you or breaks you. Trust in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that story. And and you know what? Comparison. Here's that little tree comparing going, look at that. Look at that dude up on the hill. Yeah. He's in it to win it, man. He ain't got no neighbors. I'm bumping shoulders down here. Well, those shoulders are the ones that protected him from the storm. and Right? Yeah. And, and competition breeds success, man. He's got to reach higher to get the sunlight. Yep. So 100%. I think the fight is 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 what makes us and comparison is a lot like other people's opinions i mean you can't compare the moon and the sun they both have their opportunities and their time to shine yeah right one's in the daytime one's at night but when we compare ourselves to others we're gonna have our opportunity to shine man keep growling keep working keep going keep doing keep building because guess what uh that momentum is going to lead you to where where you want to go yeah so doubt yeah that's that's where it comes from comparison that that that's a good example and i don't know if you've ever i know i'm sure you've been there and i know neck nation tell me if you've ever been here and if chances are 90 percent of us have you have those days where nothing goes right right you sure. don't feel yep. like you can make the right decision to save your life yeah. right and and it's one of those things where it's even the small things you're so frustrated you want to scream cry or punch something right and and you're so frustrated and angry and, and you're doubting this and you're beating yourself up about this mistake or that mistake and if it was raining lollipops you'd get hit by a cucumber right, <laughs> right. yeah i mean that's you're one of those days you're dragging charlie brown's blanket around and you can't get away from the storm no right and when when you're there in that place it's frustrating but you and you're doubting yourself and you're beating yourself up. You're like a a dog with a bone, you know, from the boneyard. And that bone is your doubt and you're beating yourself up. And if someone that loves you comes along and says, "Hey, come on, it's not that bad," tries to take the bone, you growl at them. Yeah, you do. Like it's the last <laughs> bone in the boneyard, and 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 you you just want to be there in the fetal position, sucking your thumb and beating yourself up. Yeah. But then when you get done. You feel so bad about beating yourself up because you know it's counterproductive. And then you beat yourself up for beating yourself up. Yeah. Right? So a lot of times it's like, you know, let go, let God. Just next face, next race. It's hard to do sometimes when you're in that in that rut. And that rut is a grave with both ends kicked out of it. We all know it, right? Yeah. We just got to get out of that space and start believing in ourselves and trusting ourselves. And I think having a plan and evaluating what our thoughts are, what we're going to do or what we're stuck on, um, it's important. It is. But you know what? Have you met those guys that would, uh, I don't know, I call them over-evaluators and, and there's lots of different names for them. But I've, I've been in, I've taken a problem, right, in life to a superior or somebody on the job site or whatever and say, hey, here's the problem. This doesn't add up, Right. We need to do this, this, and this for it to be code. And it doesn't matter what the problem is. But you take the problem to them and, and they're evaluating, evaluating. Dude, they're going so far north that they're actually going south and they don't even realize it. Yeah. I think we do that sometimes when we've had past failures and we're feeling down on ourselves and we don't trust ourselves at that moment. 
we are going so far down. I mean, we were wasting so much time on that. You know, we're majoring in this minor theme when we should be going, you know what? I've thought about this long enough. Here's the decision. I'm going to send it. Even if it was wrong, if you send it with confidence, you're going to learn something from it. You're going to grow from it. You know what I mean? And it's, yep. it's going to be, it's, it's going to help you down the road. Yeah. So decision paralysis by doubt, right? Yeah. We, we can't let that be the case. Yeah. I mean, it'll put you to sleep, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this kind of leads us into to healthy doubt versus unhealthy doubt, right? Absolutely. And there's, there's definitely healthy doubt. I know we've talked about voice of reason, but, you know, fear and doubt, usually uh, fear helps you stay safe in bad situations, right? So you get scared of something or you don't want to do something and that keeps you physically safe. And uh, sometimes doubt can be used to keep and protect us, um, I think, in some ways emotionally, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think doubt... It does. You, you got, it's, it's hard. You got to balance it, which means you got to know yourself and trust yourself. I can't say it enough. Yeah. Right. Because when you doubt something, there's a reason for doubting it. Right. It's not just because um, you're, you're being hard on yourself that day, unless it's like a day that I just explained. Yeah. Then nothing goes right, but there is healthy doubt and healthy doubt is knowing your, your limits, but not setting those limitations. Yeah. Right. Being able to believe in yourself and, and not be that limiting person that's stopping yourself. Because we are our own worst enemy, even with doubt. Oh, absolutely. Right. I'm, I'm first guy in line on that train. Yeah. Well, we got to get off that train. Yeah, I got to get off that train. Right? <laughs> Nation, we all got to get <laughs> off that train. <laughs> there's, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, right? no doubt about it. <laughs> you know, what's interesting is I, I tell my kids, you've you seen the flatbed and the, the big trailer, the big gooseneck that we have, right? Yeah. And I mean... Little Caden, probably 14 years old, could barely see over the thing. I say, hey, take the night train back, that 35-foot trailer in there. You got, you know, five, six inches of margin for air. <laughs> you need to thread that needle back there and load those beams up on that and get them strapped down and get ready to roll. And he's like, Dad, I don't think I can do that. And and then I go, you got to do it. Those, those physical objects are in the way. We got to get to those beams. We got to get them to the job. Yeah. There's no, there's no, I don't think I can, I don't think it would, but, but dad. And I'm like, son, I go, can you do it? Yes or no? Oh, I, I doubt it. Oh no. Yeah. I said, well, doubt, doubt sounds like pout. I said, dude, stop pouting. Doubt is pout, right? Yeah. You ain't going to figure it out while you're pouting. I said, so just figure it out. Yeah. Right, and he likes little rhymes. They stick to him. <laughs> sure, you know, that doubt turns into pout. And when you're done, figure it out. Figure it out. Let's go. Yeah. And between you and me, because he's not here. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that's actually hard. I don't think you're gonna be able to do that. <laughs> but you know what? When you give him a little trust, and he scratches his head, and he gets out of his own head. Yeah. Gets out of his own way. He figured it out. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty close to rubbing paint on one side or the other, but he figured it out. Got it done. And so I think I look at those little situations in life where I was like really, really proud. I'm like, holy crap, I can't believe he got it done. <laughs> like really did that. I just figured he'd pull the trailer out here in the open and drive the excavator back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, take a little bit longer. But no, he figured it out. That's awesome. Because he stopped doubting himself. Yeah. Right. So. It is something that we got to pay very close attention to, right? And 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 block out. Be able to. I mean, doubt's not an app, right? So, and if it is an app, you know, 
we got to get rid of it. Delete it. Right? Uninstall. Uninstall. I'm glad I don't have those apps because I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> but but nonetheless, whether you have it or not, it is something that's born in us that we just do. Yeah. It's just a rep- repetitive thing. We don't even realize we're doing it. Yeah. So. Most time. Um, but anyways, when uh, I've got a I got a story that that kind of talks through that and and maybe we'll do that in just a minute but we've identified the identifiers of what is doubt yeah where does it come from it might come from people just growing up you know being uh their their parents condition them to to overthink a situation or tell them they can't do this or they can't do that and you know that's a four-letter word right because it shuts your brain off and you stop thinking yeah but when someone believes in you then you can do it like i believed in my son and and when I think about doubt, I think, okay, here's the story that we're telling ourselves. Now, whether we believe that story that we're selling ourselves or not, the best way to figure it out, just like I did with my son, is ask someone that, that, that loves you, that knows you, that really cares about you. Ask them about it, right? Yeah. What are they going to tell you? Yeah, they're, they're going to tell you that you can. Yeah, they're going to probably tell you the opposite. Someone that knows you just as well as you know you. Right when you're over here doing the Debbie Doubt, they're gonna say, "No, Austin, you got this, man. Send it. You can do this, right?" Yeah. Well, and that's that's part of, you know, how do we get? How do we overcome the bad doubt? And I think yeah. surrounding ourselves with the people that that matter most. Yeah. Right. The and surrounding ourselves with people that will be uplifting. Yeah. Um, and and won't doubt us all the time. And sometimes, I mean, this this is it's it's a hard decision, and a hard thing to talk about. But reevaluate even some of the people that you spend a lot of your time with. You're absolutely right. You know, are are they the people that are going to believe in your ideas, or are they the ones that are going to doubt your ideas or, or doubt your abilities? Chances are, they doubt their own ideas, and they doubt their own. You know what I mean? It's hard yeah. to you when you find that. You know, the older I get, the smaller the circle gets, just because of the ones that matter most are the ones that build you the most too. And yeah. if you ever find yourself neck nation in a circle where everybody thinks the same way, guess what? I'll tell you this for free. Somebody's not thinking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and if you're the smartest guy in your group, get a new group. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. Because yeah. it is it. I don't think people mean to pull you down, but they do. And if you tell somebody, man, I'm, a, I'm excited. I'm passionate about this, this, and this. I want to try it and I'm going to do it. They'll be like, eh. I mean, I'll give you an example. There was a buddy of mine. He came to me. He goes, you know what? I'm going to send it, Kit. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a career change. And I said, okay, cool. What are you going to do, man? He goes, well, I'm going to become a real estate agent. And I said, great. That is a career change. And I said, what What brings this? And he tells me. And and I said, how do you feel about it? He goes, well, I've checked it out. And I'm, I know what the path is. I know exactly what I do. And so I said, bro, you do great, man. Yeah. Just get after it because he sounds very passionate about it. He wants a change in his life, right? Yep. He wants to to be able to manage his time. He's looking for the the lifestyle instead of the living, right? He's 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 really think thought it through. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, that much passion behind it, you're gonna you're gonna win. Just send it, and and you'll it'll it'll happen. And he's like, well, what do you think? I said, bro, it don't matter what I think, right? I'm not gonna go take the test and. And put the sign in the yard. That's your, that's, but I love what you said. Yeah. Uh, I believe it. And if I believe it, man, you, you just make yourself believe and do it. He goes, yeah, I'm going to give it. And everything went good. And then it's something he said to me stuck out. He goes, I'm going to give it nine months and, and see how it goes. 
Interesting. Well, you might as well give it nine minutes. Yeah. Because if you give something that you're passionate about, like let's just we're talking about doubt, we're talking about change, we're talking about bettering ourselves and 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 continually growing and becoming and you can't put a time limit on that. No. Right? And if you go and do do something for a career and it's something that you really truly want to do, first of all, no one's opinion's gonna matter. No. I don't care if you want to be a rodeo clown and you're going from an accountant to a rodeo clown. Dude, if you want to do it, you'll do it. Yeah. Don't matter what anyone says. And so I said, you know what? I would give it as much time as you need to make it a reality. Well, no, I'm going to give it nine months. And I'm like, let me ask you a question. How long did you, your, your last child? I said, when they were learning to walk and they're taking that first step, you know, and it was scary and they're falling down. You're right next to them trying to catch them. I said, if you could have told him, how how long would you have given him to walk? Well, what do you mean? I said, well, would you said, dude, you got another month and a half because you took your first step. So you got another month or whatever. And that if you don't learn to crawl in that month, dude, you're crawling the rest of your life. Yeah. No. No, you don't put those limitations on your kids. Right. Right. It sounds stupid to say, right? It does. It sounds ridiculous. But but what we tell ourselves, right? What what we bring, what we tell ourselves, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. When we put that program in, so if he says, "I'm going to give it nine months," and then, hmm, I'll see. But, yeah. What if you walked at ten? Bro, what if you walked at eleven or twelve? Right. And you gave up at nine months. The last five yards is always the hardest. Don't yeah, don't go. Don't give up. Yeah. Don't go all the way down the yeah. five yard line and go. Well, my nine months is up. I'm checking out. Yeah. Silence and, your doubts, man. Yeah. Silence your doubts, and so. I just look at that like if you're passionate and you're a dreamer and, you're, and you have something that you want to achieve and you want to do, just do it. You know what I mean? Action yeah. action has so much power behind it. And so doubt doubt can be that driver. You know, it's not all bad. Yeah. I mean, I think doubt's good in some respects. But how do we change? Neck Nation's out here doubting, right? Not pouting, yeah. just doubting. Just doubting. Right? Um, so so what, what are the conscious steps that we can take? Um, to improve that that ever vicious cycle of doubting. Yeah, the first thing that comes to my mind is we we got to recognize it, right? And yeah. So for me, this is something that I recognize about myself, and something that I try and change all the time. Um, but giving more space in my thoughts to positive affirmation, right? So. Yeah. Instead of instead of filling my 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 thoughts and and my desires with my doubts, I just focus on the things that I I want to accomplish, and then I tell myself I can I can't accomplish those. So yeah. so to a degree, there's some positive self talk, right? That that helps you get rid of of a, a doubting a doubting mind. Yeah. Can you can you think of all think of Walt Disney? Think of all these guys, man. Hershey, dude. Everybody told them, especially Walt Disney, they said, you're nuts. Yeah. I mean, look at him now. No kidding. Right? I mean, that's just a big example. But the difference between where you want to be right now, you, me, and if, I've, I've told you this the other day when we were just chatting. I've seen people that are doing something. I'm like, that's impressive. And I ask them how they came about and how they're doing that and what got them there. And the interesting thing is, is, there's one difference. They're doing it. Are they the smartest tool in the shed? No, they're not. But they're doing it. But they're doing it. 
that means they got back, they got past that self-limiting hurdle and they said, I'm going to do this. They evaluated it just enough to not, you know, go so far north that they end up going south and wasting a bunch of time beating themselves up and talking about past failures or this guy said this or that and this, all these common denominators are why I can't do it. You're not going to do it. It's a lot like the winner's creed. If you think you're beaten, you are. And so... That's the only difference. I mean, look around, Neck Nation. You 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 find somebody. You find a mentor. You find somebody that has, um, you know, that lifestyle or that something or other or that that confidence level or whatever it is that you desire. And the difference is, is they're doing it. They're sending it. Yeah. Right. And so I think we make a conscious effort to just trust ourselves and do it. Man, we're we're kind of a big deal. You know what I mean? We are. We ought to trust ourselves a little bit more. Yeah. And just because we messed up, you know what? You can make up after you mess up. Yeah. Right. And so, um, so so being conscious about it is is good. And I think writing things down. We've talked about gratitude journals, but why not an accomplishment journal? Because I've, I mean, I've looked at some of the challenges and and mountains in front of me. I'm like, frick, dude. There's no way I'm climbing this because I ain't feeling it. Yeah. Right. And then I start telling myself a story. Well, in the middle of the story, you turn around and look at the mountains you've already climbed. Yeah, no you're, kidding. Right? Yeah. And you're like, never mind. I yeah, got it. I got this. This one ain't even as big as that last one. Yeah. Right? And so I think you have to really use those positive moments, those achievements, the things that you've done and build those foundational beliefs on those because it helps. Yeah. I mean, it's a batting average. We just got to trust ourselves, give ourselves a pat on the back, know who we are enough you know, because we're already going to beat ourselves up. We're going to be the junkyard dog protecting that bone. That of, bone. <laughs> yeah. So in that vicious cycle. Um, and then, uh, so, I mean, is there anything else that comes to mind that, that we can do? I mean, being conscious. We talked about being conscious. We yeah. talked about, um, you know, giving ourselves a break and trusting ourselves. But that awareness and that open mind, I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. And um, you were talking about earlier, there was a story about two boys. Oh, yeah. We wanted to share that uh, with Neck Nation today. Yep. So there's, uh, yeah, I told you about this. Oh, Johnny and Todd. Johnny and Todd. That's the one. Yep. So Johnny and Todd, best friends. Like, they are best friends. They're inseparable. And Johnny and Todd did everything together. And they lived in a small town. Small towns, everybody knows each other, right? Real tight. And real close. And so one day they were, they went outside the village a little bit by this old barn that was kind of run down and, and they were playing and they were running through the fields and Johnny jumps over this little, little hill and little did he know there was an unprotected well there, a water well. And Johnny falls down into this water well, right? And he's splashing around screaming for help. And, you know, that fun afternoon turned into a real tragic event because these kids are small. Yeah. Right. And no one knew where they were at. Right. Um, safe little town. But that hazard grabbed Johnny. And and so Todd runs over, looks down in there and Johnny's down there splashing and he screams, I can't swim. Oh, dang. And so Todd starts looking around for anyone screaming for help. Didn't know what to do. He knew he didn't have time to go all the way, all the way back to town to get help. And so he didn't have time to do anything other than act. And so he's looking around, looking around. He finds a rope and a bucket that's kind of tucked off over by the corner of the barn, runs over there, grabs it, throws it in there, and he and he tells Johnny, he says, just hold on to the bucket, 
and we're going to inch by inch by inch, we're going to pull you out of here. Yeah. And so he just pulled and pulled and pulled and pulled, and he said he felt like he was pulling forever, and, and little by little, he got him up out of the well, right? And, okay. you know, they hugged each other and grateful for their friendship and grateful for the experience that turned out to be an, a, po- a positive one. Yeah. And anyways, they go back to town, and, and Johnny's all wet, you know, and they're telling their parents and their friends and the, the village people and the town people and their little town, and they're like, there's no way. There's no way little Todd, I mean, Pulled he's... Johnny out of that No, room. he didn't deadlift him up out of there. I don't know. They must have splashed water on him or something. And so then they see their grandpa, you know, and their grandpa was older and he was kind of the town, you know, I don't want to say mayor, but everybody looked to him for wisdom. Sure. Everything, if they had a question, they went to him. And so he sat down on a bench and then Todd and Johnny told recounted the experience to their grandpa. And the townspeople kind of walked up and they said, do you believe him? Do you believe that's possible? How, how did that happen? And he says, what do you mean, how did it happen? They told you the story. Yeah. He threw a bucket in there, attached to a rope, and pulled him out. They're like, yeah, but is that possible? There's no way he could have pulled him out of there. And their grandfather said, well, nobody was around. You guys weren't there. And they're like, yeah, no, we weren't there. And he goes, that means nobody was there to tell him that he can't do it, right? All of his peers were somewhere else. So what did Todd have? Todd had a moment's notice. He couldn't sit down and go, I doubt I could pull my friend out of there. I doubt I have the strength. I, well, let me think this through. He didn't have that time, but he also didn't have those outward voices in his head saying, you can't do it. There was only can at that moment, no time to act, just no time to react, just act. And that's it. It was all action. Nobody told him he couldn't do it, so he did it. And so I think, you know, doubt is a very, very powerful thing, negative or positive. Let's use it for positive. Let's take this little example. I mean, you know, it's a little nursery rhyme example, but yeah. dude, there's power in it because if we don't over-evaluate our own self-limiting beliefs— and if we don't listen to the outside world, then truly we can do it. Yeah, I believe that. So, Neg Nation, let's all let's all commit ourselves to get rid of the bad doubt in our lives. Believe in ourselves. Believe in your abilities. Believe in what you can accomplish. And surround ourselves with good people who believe in you too. And if you like the content, you like what you've heard today, be sure to like and subscribe to this video. Um, follow us on our social media, uh, Facebook and Instagram accounts, where you can get more positive, uplifting messages, and hopefully we can get this message out to as many people as we possibly can. But uh, for now, bless up, Neck Nation. Bless up, Neck Nation. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>